Hello, my lovelies. And I hope you're having a good day and you're having a good time planning Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, first and foremost, I want to thank all of you from the bottom of my heart. I wanted to start with gratitude. They say that one of the best ways to just feel better is to be grateful for what you have. And every morning I wake up and I get up. And there's three reasons. My daughter, my husband, and you guys. Just having the connections that I have with some of you on a one-on-one -on -one level through the DMs in my Facebook, I mean my Instagram page, is inspiring. It's the reason I do this. Once again, why I do this, number one, I mean, it helps me to process things. But sometimes I'm talking about a subject that is not necessarily connected to me, but I can talk about it for you. And that is my, my number one intention here is to help you to navigate this crazy that we've all been thrown on, right? Okay, so someone inspired this podcast. I always record one and then something, a better idea comes along and I record a different one. That's the one I end up putting on, you know, downloading. But I think this topic is um, universal when it comes to narcissistic mothers and narcissistic relationships. So what I want to talk about today is being financially dependent. Okay. Now, I know that all of you know someone who has stayed in a bad marriage, whether the guy was narcissist or the woman was or not, way too long because they felt that they couldn't do it on their own. Actually, I feel that way now. Thankfully, my husband's not a narcissist. Um, he's extremely supportive, so I, I don't have to worry. But a lot of people, a lot of us that are in narcissistic relationships or were, whatever the relationship is, have found themselves in a situation where I can't take this anymore and I can't leave because I don't have the money to leave. All right, let me start off by explaining a little bit of background on this. The narcissist has done this on purpose. The reason that you are now incapable, or so you think that you're incapable, of getting a job and standing on your own two feet and, and, and leaving is done on purpose by the narcissist. They have made you financially dependent on them and then crippled you to the point where you cannot get a job. This, I can tell you, has happened to me. And unfortunately with me, it, came, it got so bad that 
I now have something called ergophobia, not agoraphobia, ergophobia, E-R-G-O. And what that means, it's a phobia of working, okay? Now, it's a mix of my mother um, wishing badly on me, telling me you shouldn't go for that job, just kind of little things, forcing me to stay at a job that I hated, which was, unfortunately, teaching is such a wonderful profession unless you have an administration or school district that's not good. And that's where I was. Um, I dealt with a narcissistic principal for way too long, and it ended very ugly. It ended very ugly. And that was my mother's doing. I mean... She, she was, I was in the relationship still. I was still, you know, talking to my mother. And every time I would mention to her, you know, I really want to leave teaching. Her first response was, no, you, you shouldn't leave teaching. You have good benefits there. And she'd tell me all the things that she saw that were good or that for some reason she just wanted me to stay there. And I can tell you one good reason that she was telling me that. She simply wanted me to be unhappy at my job. Because that's how they are. Alright, so... Not talking about me and the fact that I now have an autoimmune disease... Which makes me incapable of working because I feel sick all the time. Um, I haven't worked in years because of, of the fear, the phobia I have against working. La, la, la. And I can go into... I have a, I've had a lot of bad experiences with jobs, but... It's all, you know, contributed to it. So, some of you come to me and are like, I'm, you know, I, I can't do this anymore. And you're, you're, you, it sounds like you're on the verge of suicide. You're suicidal. I want to tell you something. Don't feel bad or guilty for feeling those feelings. Because I was there. I was there during a time when I was taking antidepressants. I was there because my mother was constantly provoking me and it was driving me crazy. She was gaslighting me so well that I didn't know she was doing it. And I was in a really, really bad state. So feeling your feelings are okay if you start planning a suicide where you have you start writing a note and you start I mean really planning it you need to get help ASAP okay if you have to call a suicide hotline call 911 whatever you have to do do not do it it is not worth it there is always a way out and I there is always a way out because that belief that you cannot get a job is all that is is a belief it is not the facts the fact is you can get a job what you have to do is do it behind the narcissist back keep what you do to yourself if you go out lie to them you don't have to tell them you're going on an interview Okay, try to schedule it when they're not home. So when you dress up for the interview, they don't see it. There are ways around it. Okay, people do drugs and hide it. Do interviews and hide it. Okay, hide it. And get the hell out of there. If you are in in that position, 
you're in that position, you need to leave. Okay? I don't want to see any of my followers or any of, of these of, of you that I feel so close to my heart being hurt in that way and being controlled and manipulated. And you feel that you are, you know, that you're not financially independent, but you can be, right? And I know COVID has screwed this up. And COVID is something that I, I don't know how to even deal with it myself, right? COVID had stopped my plans of moving away. Um, it, it's just, it's changed our lives a hundred percent. I, I, I'm suffering with my symptoms of my Graves disease and I wonder how different it would be if I was free to go out and do things. But I'm stuck at home every day so of course I'm going to feel worse. Anyhow. So this is what happens. The reason a narcissist has children and I said this in another podcast I know I did is to have guaranteed 18 years of narcissistic supply because you're dependent on your parents for at least 18 years. After that, if they're really, really cruel, they're going to hinder any possibility of you leaving, physically leaving the house. A lot of you, and I know you're all going to say, oh my God, I didn't really realize it. And some of you maybe have. If you're a woman, especially, you may have gotten married at a very young age when you weren't really ready to get married because you wanted out of that house, subconsciously or consciously. That's what I did. I got married at 22 to someone I didn't want to be married to, really. And I think part of it was that subconsciously, I just needed to get the hell out of my house. And I had a job. I had a full-time job, but it's it's amazing that I never occurred to me to just move out. And that's the thing. They say there's so a lot of these narcissistic parents are so covert and underhanded that they keep you prisoner. But they're not holding you there by force. They're holding you there with their brain power, right? I never felt like I was capable of living on my own because she wasn't there and she always said that she knew me best right and she knew what was best for me and that and always had to have her opinion on things I was going to do or not do whether it was a job or anything else so that's how it starts right they give birth to you so they have 18 years of narcissistic supply and then when it comes time to, you know, expand your wings and move out and be independent, they're going to stop you. Okay. And the way they stop you is by hindering you getting a job, hindering you from getting your license, your, your driver's license, anything that will make you independent from them and give you the freedom to just walk away is what they're going to do to stop you. Okay, so it's not a surprise to hear that from someone when someone, you know, sends me a message and says, hey, I'm at my wits end. I want to get out of this situation, but I can't because financially I can't. 
I'm not in any way judging you. I know what they've done to you. The thing is, you have to start believing in yourself. The best way to do this is to find, and this is critical and crucial, a therapist that specializes in narcissistic abuse. I am now, after 25 years plus, going to therapy am now for the first time with a therapist that ha- that specializes in narcissistic abuse. You're going to see how good they are, how empathetic they are with you, how they sympathize with you. Because it's not usually a coincidence that they go into this field. You know, a, th- a, a person who's interested in psychology doesn't just go, Ah, I'm going to specialize in narcissistic abuse when I know that that's not something that is really taught during their masters in psychology. It's not. It's like a 15-minute lesson on these cluster B narcissistic personality disorder, borderline personality, you know, um, antisocial personality disorders. They've spent 15 minutes on it specializing in it is because they survived it that's why they're doing it they're doing it for the same reason i do these podcasts and i'd have my instagram page so find a good therapist make sure you interview them before you go ahead and start therapy make sure that they really get it right um I'd be very weary of anyone who suggests you try and talk to your parent. If they are truly a narcissist, there's no talking to them. They're, they just, that's who they are. There's no way to change that. They will never change. So that's the number one thing is I would ask a question like, I'm in this situation. What is the best course? What would you suggest the best course of action be? And if it is, we'll try and see if you can talk to your parent. Then you know they're wrong for you. (laughs) All right. Well, aside from that, the reason I'm suggesting therapy is because with a therapist, you can really come to see inside yourself that it's not you. It's not true that you're dependent on them. It's not true that you can't get out of the situation. You can. I swear it. You can. Every single one of you can. Except maybe some countries where this is the norm. And that's the tricky part here. I know some of my followers and listeners are in areas of the world where the parents just rule and There's nothing I can say about that except do your best to survive until you get married and get out. Um, There's one thing that you can try doing if you're, I mean, because it's not like a, I get it's not a magic trick. You can't just wake up and say, I'm leaving now. You know, it's going to take time. So... There's something called the Grey Rock Method, and I have a podcast on that as well. But basically, the idea is not to give them any emotional supply. And what that means is when you talk to them, you don't say anything serious. You don't talk about yourself 
um, in any important way. The conversations are very superficial, almost like you're talking to a stranger. Now, <clears throat> don't do it to the point where it. There's a fine line between gray rocking and ignoring them, and they get upset. The whole point of gray rocking is to make yourself as boring to them as possible, so that they kind of back off. You want to be as safe as possible around them if you have to be around them until you can leave and then have no contact with them, right? If you are in this situation, again, this is for those of you that are stuck, okay? The, those of you that want to leave and are stuck, um, you, you just have to learn with it there and again it's a therapist that's going to ask you those questions it's going to say okay what 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 why do you feel that you cannot get a job and some of you say i don't have any skills but you everyone has some skills and if you don't have skills there's ways to get skills a lot if you're in the US there's a lot of those employment agencies or job placement government job placement agencies that have classes for free on how to use you know QuickBooks or how to use Microsoft Office or things get the skills you need that you cannot you cannot repeat what the narcissist is saying to you you don't have any skills so you can't get a job yes you can and you can gain those skills you need to get the job and get out and be independent. Don't let them tell you that you cannot because you can. I am telling you, you can. I spent 42 years of my life making every decision, almost every decision based on what my mother said, because I believed her when she said that she knew me best and that she couldn't just let me make a decision on my own when she thought I was making a mistake. When in, in reality, what was behind that was, I don't want you to succeed. I don't want you to be happy. And I don't want you to get out. I don't want you to leave me. Right? That's where the hoovering comes in when you actually do leave. And then that's a whole other podcast, right? <laughs> it's a whole other thing. I just want to reassure you that whatever it is that's going through your mind is not true. And a therapist will be able to get you to unsee it, right? To see, to ask those questions, to make you think about it and go, she's right or he's right. This is not the case. This is what I have been programmed, brainwashed, gaslighted. Or gaslit, I don't know which is the gr grammatically w uh, correct way to say that. Um, wait, you know, to think this way, to think that I'm not capable, that I'm not strong enough, that I'm not smart enough, that I'm not good enough to get a job and get the hell out from under this person who is telling me I'm not good enough to do this, right? It's like a cycle, a circle, and, and we're stuck in it, and we just keep running around like a like it's a hamster wheel. We just keep running around in it going, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. And we are good enough. Believe you me, we are good enough. Right? You are worthy. You're a good person. That is the reason that they have chosen you to be the scapegoat. 
right? If you have siblings, then they're probably one of them's a golden child and the roles change, but you're, you're the scapegoat because you have a good heart and because you have been trying to make mom or dad happy or partner happy, right? That's, that's the reason that you are in, in the shoes you are in now because you're a good person. You have a good heart and they want to steal that heart away because they don't have one. All right, I'm going to end there. Please just continue to follow me on Instagram, sending me DMs. I will do my best to answer as quickly as possible. Sometimes if it's a new request, I don't see it for a couple of days, but you'll see that once I've accepted your request, I will answer you pretty quickly unless something's going on with me. So please continue to, to listen, to follow me. I promise to do my best to help you. Okay. All right, guys. I love you very much. I'm sending you my love and my peace. And until next time.